Welcome everyone to part two of today's Couch Potato Diary. It's where we talk about professional wrestling. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking for more sportsy type stuff, that is on part one, uh, where we looked at the NFL, the NHL, and Major League Baseball. But now it is time to focus on one of my favorite shows of the year, Wrestle Kingdom. As Wrestle Kingdom 18 goes down tonight, uh, starting at 11.30 p.m. Mountain Time, uh, 1.30 a.m. January 4th, for those out in the Eastern Time Zone uh, from the Tokyo Dome. Um, in the main event, it is going to be Sonata taking on Tetsuya Naito for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. This is the official Couch Potato Diary preview for that. All right, let's get right into it. The IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships will be on the line as Bullet Club War Dogs of Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney taking on Catch-22 with uh, TJP and Francesco um, Akira. I really need to start typing these out. Um, look, I, I, I like the team of uh, Akira and TJP quite a bit um, with Catch-22. I, like... TJP has never really been able to, to lock on aside from a, a few weeks with the WWE, but I, I think he has a really good pairing here in a very limited junior tag team division. This 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 division needs the Young Bucks to come back in a real bad way, but um, this is, it's not the strongest scene right now, and I feel like the last few months, maybe even this last year, a big focus has been put on bringing Bullet Club back to relevance. And so I don't see Bullet Club losing here. So I think uh, the War Dogs end up getting the win here. And you're going to see that throughout the night. I, I think that there have been two main themes for New Japan this year. I do think there has been a real focus on building up some new talent, as we'll talk about throughout the show. But I do think getting Bullet Club back to prominence is one of the, the main focuses. And we, we will... That, that's going to be an overarching theme throughout this show. It doesn't come up in the next one, though, as Zack Sabre Jr. defends the New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television Championship against um, his boss, I guess, in Hiroshi Tanahashi. This is the first official show of Tanahashi's presidential reign of the company of New Japan. I'm really interested to see what that all entails and, and how things maybe change going forward. Um, from a wrestling standpoint, I don't think this will be a masterpiece. Um, Tanahashi is not what he was even three years ago. Um, it, it has, I think, pretty noticeably fallen off, and understandably so, right? Like, this is someone who has given so much to the wrestling wars over the years and has been one of the more electrifying performers in the history of the sport. That time just isn't now. Um, he, even just standing up looks a, a little bit labored from him at times. But if anyone's going to get a good match out of him, it's going to be Zack Sabre Jr. I think this ma I think this match will be really interesting, but I think Zack Sabre Jr. absolutely goes over in this one. Uh, up next, it is a, a couple of the new generation of pillars for New Japan Pro Wrestling with Yota Suji taking on Yuya Yurimura. Um... This is, like, Suji came in with with a really good build. Well, I mean, well, yeah, I'll say with a really good build. Um, that There were vignettes that were being played about him being a title challenger, and he was brought in as a main eventer. And it's something you hear Bruce Pritchard say on Something to Wrestle a lot. Like, you want someone to feel like a main eventer, put him in the main event. And that's that, that, That's what they did with Yoda Suji, where you, uh, Yui Mora came in as the third guy on a team in a six-man tag team match for just five guys after 
that they had a, an exodus from their group. So he just kind of felt like a replacement more than anything. So um, to me, Suji feels like he is a level above. And so you could use this as Yuimura getting an opportunity to get a win and try to get on that level. But I, I think Suji continues that build here with, with Los Ingobernables de Japón and ends up getting the, the win for LIJ. Will that be a theme of the night as their leader faces off in the main event? We'll see. Um, but I, I think Suji gets the, the win here. Uh, speaking of the new pillars, it is Shota Umino and Kaito Kiyomiya taking on the House of Torture with Evil and Ren Narita. Um, Shota, you know, this is a big spot. Like, this is a rivalry that they took over to, to Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, they had an interesting show a couple of days ago. But this is a... It's an interesting spot. And Shota, like, I, I he, he has the look. He's, I, I think, really good in the ring. He does basically seem like a knockoff version of Hiroshi, of Hiroshi Tanahashi at this point, and I think part of that's on purpose, but I, I would like to see him maybe get away from that a little bit. Um, Kiyomiya, I, I was really excited to see him in the G1 and see his inclusion in all of the stuff that New Japan has going on with Pro Wrestling Noah right now, but from a results standpoint, Kiyomiya has just kind of been eh. He hasn't really been placed in the highest regard, and so I think talking about, like, I get House of Torture is more of a spinoff of Bullet Club than actually Bullet Club, um, but I, I think talking about what we talked about before with looking to get the, the Bullet Club into a, a higher standing, I think you see House of Torture getting a win in what will probably be the most aggravating show or match on the uh, on the card. Shingo Takagi taking on Tama Tonga for the Never Openweight Championship. Two wrestlers who I want more of um, and want more for, I guess. I, I, I think really highly of both of these performers. I, I dub this as the, the two guys who I overinflate their numbers every year at the G1. Like, the, these are two guys who I would have in the quarterfinals all the time coming out of the G1 if it were, were up to me. I, I view Shingo as someone who is above this championship, and so I kind of hope he doesn't win here. I want him, I, I think a, a run with him against Sonata for the world title would be fun, um, and, and I think he is someone who absolutely could hold the world championship. I think Tomatonga is still in the infancy of his singles run, and th this is a, a good win to build off of that for him. So I think Tomatonga ends up getting the win here. Um, we are unifying some titles, or at least it's for all of the gold, as Bishamon with Goto and um, Yoshihashi take on the Gorillas of Destiny, uh, the new version of them, um, with Hikaleo and El Phantasmo for the IWGP Tag Team Championships and the Strong Openweight Tag Team titles. Uh, they put a lot behind Hikaleo in uh, basically throughout the year, right? Like he had the loser leaves Japan match with Jay White. Um, and then he got a couple of big wins in the G1. And so he feels like another one that they haven't officially named him a pillar, but he feels like another one. I believe they haven't anyway. Um, he feels like another one who they're going to look to get behind. Um, Phantasmo kind of feels like that kind of guy as well. And so... Um, Goto and Yoshihashi have kind of been the best of what's left in the tag team division, basically since Gorillas of Destiny stopped, like the, the original ones of Tamatanga and Tangaloa um, stopped doing their thing in the tag team division. The tag team wrestling in general in Japan, I think, has fallen off a decent amount here the last little bit. Um, basically, like since AEW took over and focused on tag team wrestling to start, 
this division, I think, has fallen off a little bit. So we'll see if Hikaleo and Fantasmo can bring some relevancy back to that. But I think they do get the wins and get the tag team titles in this spot. The Junior Heavyweight Championship is on the line as Hiromu Takahashi takes on El Desperado. I, El Desperately, want these two guys to both be in the heavyweight division. Um, I know Hiromu doesn't necessarily have the build for it. I think Despi could certainly kind of a little bit bulk up a bit more and uh he could he could get there but i i think like these two guys are so clearly above basically everyone else in the the junior heavyweight division uh, show should be on that level but the house of torture stuff has kind of taken him away from that um but these are two guys who i would like to see elevated beyond just the junior heavyweight division now it wouldn't leave the junior heavyweight division with a lot i will admit that but I, I think it would really freshen some things up in the heavyweight division. Because it does seem like over the past 18 months, New Japan has got a little bit stale. Um, it, like, they've done some fun stuff, right? With the uh, with Pro Wrestling Noah and all of that. And, like, Okada is still one of the best in the world. And we'll see that again later on tonight. Um, and they still have, like, that. there is still some fun being had there for sure. But it has felt really dry over in New Japan for a bit. And I, I think they have struggled. They, they took a big swing with Evil and it missed in during the pandemic. Uh, but they have struggled to come out of the pandemic now and really struggled to, to build a whole lot of momentum. Um, and I think maybe a Hiromu and a Desperado being infused into the, the heavyweight ranks. I, I'm not saying that's going to save the company, nor do I think the company needs saving. But to provide another bit of a spark, it might be fun. I think if we're going with a win here, I think Desperado gets a, another run here with the Junior Heavyweight Championship. This is going to be a fun one. The first ever IWGP Global Heavyweight Champion is crowned. And it's too bad that they've made a new belt because the, the US title, I thought looked pretty slick. I like that one a lot. They changed it to the UK title. Now it's going to be the Global Championship. Um, and it is Will Ospreay taking on John Moxley and David Finley. And this again is where we talked about it before. They are focusing on the youth and they are focusing on Bullet Club. And I think David Finley, as the new leader of the Bullet Club, ends up getting the win in this spot. Osprey is uh, on his way to, to AEW full-time. Uh, John Moxley is already in AEW full-time. Unless they want this to be like kind of an AEW title and bridge that, rep, um, th that relationship a little bit more, um, maybe you could do that, perhaps. But I, I do think that David Finley as the leader of the Bullet Club, as the one who is going to be there a bit more full-time, I think it makes more sense for him. But I think this match is going to be insanity. Um, we'll talk about match of the year for 2023 coming up on the show tomorrow. Um, but for right now, this is... Um, th th this is an early contender, I think, or could be, for the 2024 match of the year. A special singles match and a rematch in the co-main event as Kazuchika Okada takes on uh, Brian Danielson. A rematch from their match at Forbidden Door where Danielson worked basically the whole match with a broken arm. Um, he was fantastic. Okada was great. I, f I said I felt like that the match needed maybe a little bit more something-something. I think they get a little bit more something-something at the Tokyo Dome here for Wrestle Kingdom 18. Okada probably definitely gets his win back, leading to probably a challenge of, of Sonata for a championship coming up in their next calendar year here. But um, I think this match is going to be amazing. I think this is going to be a celebration of the art of professional wrestling. And I, I think Okada ends up getting the win. And then in the main event, 
It is for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, the seventh title holder in that belt's short history. Sonata defends it against the winner of the 2023 G1. Uh, that would be Tetsuya Naito. The stories in this are everywhere, where Sonata was under Naito in Los Ingobernables de Japón, and now he has branched out to create his own group and uh, calling it Just Five Guys, which is still a shitty name for a group, but that's still in group's name. Um, while Naito has had so many goals that he has reached, but he has never had a real sustained run, in my opinion, with the IWGP Heavyweight Championship now getting a shot at the world title. Um, th this is going to be such a fun match. I think it is going to be... I don't think it's going to be like wild, fast-paced, crazy, whatever, whatever, whatever. I think this is going to be storytelling at its finest. I think this is going to be a Naito special. I think this is going to be a blast. And I think Sonata comes away with it. I think they are really building Sonata um, with, with his new look. He kind of looks Inoki-ish. That um, they brought Muda out for one of his title defenses against Evil um, back at what was it? Power struggle, I think, or destruction. Um, they, they are really putting a lot behind this guy, and I, I think he ends up getting the win and probably takes this holds onto this belt for a calendar year, establishing himself as one of the top stars in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But I, I think New Japan needs this to be a big show. Um, that they have in my opinion, fallen behind AEW and WWE, not unsubstantially, um, in terms of the, the buzz, like you just don't get that same buzz for, for New Japan that you did a couple of years ago. And so I, I think a good show here gets them off on the right foot. I do think that they need to regrow some of their, um, relationships in North America. I, I think trying to just start their own thing with New Japan Strong was a good idea at the time, but that show has not taken off and now AEW is big. Um, and I, I wonder if they, I wonder if there is something there. If Tanahashi maybe has a better, because uh, he's wrestled for AEW a few times. I wonder if he has a better um, relationship with AEW and they can build something that way. Or maybe, honestly, maybe even the WWE who have been open to, more open to these types of things with Paul Levesque running things instead of Vince McMahon. So it's an interesting time for New Japan. It's an important time for New Japan. And we'll see what they come up with with a, a really good show. But yeah, wrestling's at a fun spot right now. I know some people were a little underwhelmed by the devil reveal with Adam Cole um, and his new group. Um, going uh, against MJF, we'll see if MJF, uh, where he ends up, but uh, that, that was at least a, a really good story, and I, I think a logical conclusion, um, you have The Rock coming back on Raw, and WWE has been very strong for the last couple of years as well, pro wrestling's in a fun, fun spot right now, and it continues tonight with Wrestle Kingdom, the plan right now is for me to watch this show live, and do an instant reaction podcast once the show is done at like four in the morning, um, we will see how that goes, but the plan is 12 hours from now for me to be right back here in this spot, probably talking a little bit quieter because my wife will be sleeping over yonder, uh, but that is the, the plan for now. If not, it'll be up uh, first thing in the morning on Thursday. Uh, we're going to do the best of the year in professional wrestling, along with boxing and mixed martial arts, coming up on the show on Friday. Um, and then a couple weeks from now, big Royal Rumble time. We've got UFC stuff coming up as well. A lot in the combat sports world here on Couch Potato Diary. That's going to do it. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, remember to like this video, hit subscribe, or if you're listening in podcast form, leave a review and subscribe to the channel. All that stuff really helps me grow this fun thing that I like to do with all of y'all. So thank you all so much for tuning in and let's talk some wrestling later on tonight.